0: 28K News.
1: It's 11 o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines. The chief executive says having the whole community vaccinated is the only way to protect us against any imported cases that slip through the net. Pediatricians say parents are wrong to think children only get mild symptoms if they contract COVID-19 and should get their kids inoculated. And a civil service union leader says he expects public workers will accept a pay freeze because they'd been bracing for a small pay cut instead. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says the only way to guard against any missed imported COVID cases is to have the whole community vaccinated against the disease. But she doesn't think there's a big loophole in the current quarantine system. Mrs Lam was speaking after a family of three were recently confirmed with a more contagious strain of COVID-19, believed to be brought into the community by a missed imported case. Timmy Sung reports.
2: Speaking ahead of the weekly EXCO meeting, Mrs. Lamb said she was concerned and disappointed that after the SAR achieved a zero case status for more than a month, a schoolgirl was confirmed to have a more infectious strain of the virus over the weekend. The student's mother and sister have also come down with the disease, and authorities are still looking for the source of the infections, which experts believe was an imported case that went undetected during the quarantine period. Mrs. Sam noted that none of the patients in the family cluster was inoculated and criticized them for posing a risk to their family members, close contacts, and the society as a whole. She also said she did not believe there is a big loophole in the quarantine policy, as Hong Kong already adopts the world's strictest quarantine arrangements that last up to 21 days. what we have to do is to get vaccinated. Only when we have achieved herd immunity, we can tackle these what may be inevitable missed imported cases, Mrs Slam said. Adding the health authorities are considering conducting antibody tests on people arriving in Hong Kong or those being quarantined. She also said it's not the right time to further relax social distancing measures.
1: Pediatricians say it's a misconception that children only get mild symptoms when they contract COVID-19 as they appealed to parents to allow their kids to be vaccinated when the age limit for jabs drops from 16 to 12. They said some children develop serious complications and suffer from prolonged problems. In one case, a boy who was otherwise healthy suffered multiple organ failure. The president of Hong Kong College of pa- uh, Paediatricians, Winnie Tsai, says vaccinating youngsters is a safe way to protect them. If we compare
3: the risks, of immunisation. Globally, there have been millions and millions of uh, vaccines being given and the uh, general figures show that um, severe allergic reaction occurred in only five cases among one million doses. So the risk of receiving vaccination is far, far
1: less than having a, a infection itself. A union leader says he expects his fellow civil servants to accept a pay freeze in their stride. The government is proposing to freeze the salaries of civil servants for a second straight year, even though a survey of private sector wages had opened the door for a pay cut of up to 2%. The chairman of the Hong Kong Senior Government Officers Association, Lee Fong Chung, described the move to freeze pay as unavoidable.
4: I think most of us understand that the Hong Kong situation is still not very good. So um, even... even second year is pay falls, and I think most of us will consider this an uh, unavoidable situation, uh, especially the net pay trend index is uh, only negative this year.
1: Hong Kong Airlines is set to announce another round of mass layoffs. The troubled carrier says it needs to undergo internal restructuring as the aviation industry continues to bear the brunt of the COVID-19 pandemic. Media reports say the firm may choose to focus on cargo operations, cutting hundreds of jobs. Luo Chen Kwok, a senior advisor with the Chinese University's Aviation Policy and Research Centre, said the move was expected
2: of the uh, aviation industry has been much slower than expected. Therefore, uh, in this case, the the passengers would not return to to the normal situation, at least uh, for another couple of years, it is very unfortunate. And uh, as expected, uh, Hong Kong airlines uh, uh, would be required uh, to reduce its crew
1: members further. You're listening to RTHK. The time is exactly five minutes past eleven. Chief Executive Carrie Lam has welcomed Beijing's plan to introduce a law countering foreign sanctions, saying China is only engaging in tit for tat. Timmy Song reports.
2: At a media briefing before this week's executive council meeting, Mrs. Lam was asked about remarks on sanctions made by Sing Tao Daily boss Charles Ho. He had said on a radio program that the whole of Hong Kong has been sanctioned because the chief executive ignored people's advice over her ill-fated extradition bill. Mrs Lam did not say if she agreed with Mr Hose's comment, but instead referred to a news of the mainland's move to formulate a specific law to counter discriminatory measures by a foreign country. The CE said after having personally been hit with sanctions, she and the SCR government welcome and support the planned new law. She spoke through an interpreter.
3: We are just opposing sanctions from other governments. Uh, our country doesn't take the lead. And of course, uh, the gov- our country has to respond to such moves. Uh, it's giving tit
2: for tat. Mrs Slam said all Chinese people who defend the country's sovereignty, dignity and core interests should express strong indignation over foreign sanctions. The CE is among numerous Hong Kong and mainland officials who have been slapped with sanctions by the U.S. over the national security law which Beijing imposed on the SEL last year.
1: The chief executive also says the government will take appropriate action to monitor the behavior of the current crop of district councillors. Carrie Lam says they've been a major headache for the government because of what she described as their unprecedented actions. Vicky Wong has that story.
3: Meeting reporters ahead of her weekly executive council meeting, Carrie Lam was asked why the Home Affairs Department had issued warning letters to district councillors who distributed candles to people on the eve of the anniversary of the June 4 crackdown. In response, the chief executive said the incumbent group of district councillors, the majority of them from the pro-democracy camp, present immense challenges to home affairs officials because they've been behaving in a way that has never been seen before. As the unit responsible for managing local administration and district councillors' salaries and funding, she said the Home Affairs Department will respond appropriately if councillors are found to have improperly used public funds or violated regulations. Meanwhile, when asked whether her administration is trying to eradicate the Hong Kong alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements of China, the pro-democracy group which for decades organized the June 4 vigils, the CE simply said officials will act in accordance with the law. She also told reporters that she has been invited to take part in a range of activities celebrating the 100th anniversary of the founding of the Chinese Communist Party, including a seminar on the relationship between One Country, Two Systems and the CCP and an exhibition on the CCP's
1: achievements. Two people have been remanded in custody after appearing in West Kowloon Court accused of handing out leaflets promoting Hong Kong independence. Wong Yintin reports.
4: The two defendants, a 17-year-old student and a 45-year-old clerk, are charged with conspiring to produce and distribute seditious publications last year. Police said national security officers arrested the pair on Sunday. But they were charged under the crimes ordinance, rather than the national security law. At the West Kowloon Court, prosecutors said the police needed more time to go through phones and computers seized from the pair. Chief Magistrate Victor So adjourned the case until the 4th of August.
1: Lawyers representing the communications authority say the warning it issued to RTHK over an episode of its now suspended TV show Headliner would not undermine freedom of speech. The comment was made in a judicial review hearing over a ruling by the authority that the episode in question insulted the police. Here's Violet Wong.
4: Senior Counsel Abraham Chan, representing the Communications Authority, told the High Court that it was plainly insulting to the police when the show's host, dressed in police uniform, emerged from a rubbish bin. Mr Chan also said as the public broadcaster was only asked to observe more closely the code of practice on television program standards, future productions would not be affected. He noted that RTHK had accepted the ruling, and the applicants of the Judicial Review, RTHK's program staff union and the Journalists' Association did not represent the station. Mr Chen said while the authority did not take issue with criticisms against the force, the media must not exceed reasonable boundaries when exercising their freedom of expression. He said RTHK should have considered the atmosphere in society when producing the headliner episode that was aired in early 2020 when the relationship between the police and the public was frayed and further unrest might be possible. Senior counsel Johannes Chen, representing the applicants, said there was no evidence showing that the authority had taken into account the 2019 protests in this ruling, adding that the episode in question was only about COVID-19. He also said a satire cannot be made without a certain degree of exaggeration or distortion. The two sides have now wrapped up the hearing and Justice Anderson Chow reserved judgment to a later date.
1: Police in China have freed the head of a university campus who'd been detained by students angry at a proposed merger with a vocational college. Officers used batons and pepper spray to release the dean who'd been held for 30 hours. The students at Nanjing Normal University believed the merger would mean a downgrade in their qualifications, reducing job opportunities. Police in Canada have charged a man with murder after four members of a Muslim family were run down and killed by a pickup truck that mounted the pavement. The police say there's evidence it was a premeditated attack motivated by hate, and the family were targeted because they were Muslims. The oldest victim was 74 years old, the youngest 15. The suspect was arrested after fleeing the scene in London, Ontario. He may also face terrorism charges. Stephen Williams is the police chief there.
4: We believe that this was an intentional act and that the victims of this horrific incident were targeted. We believe the victims were targeted because of their Islamic faith.
1: Police say some of Australia's most dangerous criminals have been arrested in the nation's largest ever crime sting. Federal police arrested more than 200 alleged members of Australia's mafia and biker gang Underworld as part of an operation with the FBI after they were able to access encrypted communications between Underworld figures. The Australian Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, described it as a watershed moment.
2: Today the Australian government, as part of a global operation, has struck... A heavy blow against organised crime, not just in this country, but one that will echo around organised crime around the world. This is a watershed moment in Australian law enforcement history. Operation Ironside has now charged hundreds of alleged offenders, seized millions of dollars in criminal proceeds, removed weapons from our streets and saved lives, and will continue to. It is an ongoing operation.
1: Several big websites became mysteriously unavailable for a short time today. Among those affected were Amazon and several media and government sites. The BBC's Zoe Kleinman explains.
3: One of the companies that's behind this, you've probably never heard of, but it's absolutely enormous. It's based in California and it's called Fastly. And what it is, is what's called a content delivery network. What that means is it has its own global network of servers where it stores um, bits of data from various websites, if you like. So when you go online, you say, I want to watch this video, rather than going to the original source of the video, which could be anywhere in the world, you'll go to one of Fastly's servers nearby and you'll get that great big data file of video quicker. So it, it looks like that was what went down, this global network of servers.
1: The United Nations Children's Fund has warned millions of COVID-19 vaccines could be wasted if wealthy nations send large amounts of leftover doses to poorer countries in one go. UNICEF said many countries did not have the resources to administer stockpiles. UNICEF's vaccines lead, Lily Caprani, said countries needed to vaccinate their own populations at the same time as the rest of the world.
3: The unintended consequence of saving all these vaccines up to Christmas time is that countries won't be able to absorb them and roll them out and therefore they could end up going to waste. We could see millions of doses of vaccines not used and expiring and that would be a tragedy.
1: To sports and at the French Open, world number 85 Tamara Zidanec, Zidansek has become the first Slovenian woman to reach the final four of a Grand Slam. She outlasted Paula Badoza of Spain in three tough sets, 7-5, 4-6, 8-6, in the quarterfinals. Zidansek next takes on Elena Rybekina of Kazakhstan for a place in Saturday's final. And in the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks were swept aside by the Brooklyn Nets in Game 2 of their second-round playoff series. Kevin Durant had 32 points and 6 assists to help the Nets beat the Bucks 125-86. to 86. And that's the news and sport from RTHK.
0: RTHK Radio 3
4: What's it all about, Alfie?
0: Is it just... For the moment we live, what's in-
1: title track from the film of the same name Cilla Black and Alfie it was an early film and an early hit for Michael Caine of course who played Alfie himself, it was the story of a young womanising man who lived a self-centred life purely for his own enjoyment if you like until events forced him to question his own uncaring behaviour his loneliness and priorities, very interesting film by the way, I don't know if you can find it on YouTube but it's well worth a look one of these rainy nights when you have nothing else to do Peter King with you here on three of course through until midnight after which is our sentimental journey to 1am
4: up next a song from Kevin Johnson
0: I can still remember when I bought my first guitar remember just how good the feeling was put it proudly in my car and my family listened 50 times to my two song repertoire and I told my mum her only son gonna be a star bought all the Beatle records sounded just like bought all the old Chuck Berries 78s and all and I sat by my record playing every note they played and I watched them all on TV making every move they made rock and roll I gave you all the best years all the dreamy sunny Sundays, all the moonlit summer nights. I was so busy in the back, writing love songs to you while you were changing your direction. You never even knew that I was only just one step behind you. Sixty-six seemed like the year I was really going somewhere We were living in San Francisco with flowers in our head Singing songs of kindness so the world would understand
4: That the guys and me were something more than just another band